Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I remember when I first started ministry at St. Mark's in Wausau, Wisconsin. And it was about... programs start to take place. And we had a pre- minutes. I mean, you think about which is always a little strange. They're in sin. That one kid, that one who's singing to him, who's And the parents, his own tune, will dance to his own beat, and will just do his own thing. That one preschool kid. There's always one. There's always one. I get There's always the one. And it's kind of a joy, isn't it? We kind of like to watch it and to see it. Today's text, the Gospel of Luke chapter 10 is a wonderful text. And I know I say that all the time, and it really, really is. But at least... Can we do 
But in this text, in today's text, it's a little bit different. Now, the most obvious is that those 72 were sent. They had And so that But there's a problem. Their mission ended. It had a beginning, it had a middle, and then it had an end. This text is looking at a real point in time in history of something that really happened. Do we still have These 72 returned back to Jesus and their mission ended. And so then the next obvious step seems, well, obvious. Perhaps we can identify... There's some problems with that one too. Firstly, even if we were now I'm not saying it's impossible, perhaps it is. And perhaps that missionaries that went into Germany at some point in time in history. That's where my ancestry comes from. England and Germany. But then again, perhaps not. That's a long way to go. And even if you could, Even that, even the method, and even the people we might struggle to identify with. This is an important question. An important question to ask in terms of where are we? Because it's a question that as Christians, if we're truly honest, we don't really ask. ripped out of context and used incorrectly. Why, you ask? Because Jeremiah is speaking to the Israelites that have been ripped out of their land, ripped
the Lord again if they would be returned to their land, the promised land. And to those people, Jeremiah... Because we're not. Now, does that mean God doesn't have a plan for us? Oh, no. I didn't say that. God most certainly has a plan for us. And it's a good plan. And if we look at it in terms where we are now, we might experience suffering. And in fact, Christ tells us that we will experience suffering. That we will experience hardship. In fact, Christ... My word, my truth. But does God have a plan for us? Absolutely. And it is a plan to prosper. But it might be a little bit different than what we think. So we need to read God's Word in the context that it's actually written. But where does that leave us with today's text? We're not the 72 that were sent out. We're not necessarily the ones that have received this Word. So where does that... These 72 were that he gives us salvation. What wonderful news that we have. And it's God. A preschooler doing a Christmas program. We increasingly seem to sing the dance and speak the word of God and of Christ Jesus that seems increasingly foreign to the world around us. But we sing it all the more. We sing it all the more, hoping, praying, Hopefully you, with God's Word. That Word of grace. That Word of forgiveness. As we gather tomorrow even to celebrate our Independence Day in this great country, may we rejoice all the more that we have the freedom. The freedom to go forward with this Word. To freedom to go forward with Christ's Word and tell others this great and wonderful news. 
Yes. We have been sent. Is it different than the text? Yes. But we have been sent by Jesus all the same. So go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Go. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.